You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast. This week's artist, Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Now it's time to get up to the top of the world and down to Cabo Wabo, where you'll find your naturally wired hosts, Rob Heitman and Jacob Newkirk. Hey, welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast. Well, we'll rank the Dirty Dozen or top 12 Van Hagar songs while discussing the band and pounding back a few brews. I'm Rob. And I'm Jake. I'm Jake, yeah. Uh, I'd like to take a moment to uh, give a shout out to Stephen Petrie, Troy Smith, Jeff Tottleman, Stuart Williams for getting involved on uh, Facebook. Woot. And Troy shared this most embarrassing video with David Lee Roth playing his bluegrass version of Jump in my dad's college shirt <laughs> where he looked very out of place on the tonight show with jay leno obviously a while ago but i'll post the video on our website uh jake you saw that yeah i did it was bad it was good though. i was like <laughs> well they're doing something different i mean the song was kind of cool but it's just it was i don't know you could it seemed contrived and and how could you i mean if you looked at dave looking at him there <laughs> dancing around in the circle hey buddy what's he's going not on? a cowboy might as well jump <laughs> Let's go jump. Oh, wait. Let's have a fiddle solo. Banjo, take over. Yeah. It was just it was out of place. And I appreciated, actually, the musicianship of some of the people on totally, there. Totally, yeah. You know, the fiddle player was awesome. I mean, the song was cool. The band. Uh, yeah. just well, the song like really weird. wasn't didn't fit a genre. Because I think Dave, whenever he does that sort of thing, he ends up singing like he's singing a rock version yeah, of whatever he is. Yeah, he did nothing different. Yeah, basically. he tried to sing it, and he doesn't have this most powerful voice anyway. Yeah, he's, so uh, he was doing it, and it was just really... And yeah. he was dressed like my dad. He needed was his chest out. That's what he needs to do. I don't remember. No, no, it was no chest. Out. It was oh, a collared shirt. See, he needs a to have his chest striped there, shirt, yeah. as if he was singing in a barbershop quartet. Yeah, he didn't have the vest, but he might as well have. And he danced around the circle. <laughs> anyway, we just finished the bomb tequila challenge, mm-hmm. and oh gosh, my nose is still running. <laughs> if you've ever seen hot ones, uh, the one that they usually get caught at is number eight, which is the bomb Cholula or something low on the air. It's like it's like 1200 scoville units and the bomb is 135,600 scoville <laughs> units and if you ever have the bomb take a little dab add it to something and you're good what we did is we took in a, what's a low bowl glass yeah yeah low bowl yeah. glass mm-hmm. and we put a full teaspoon of the bomb in it That's and uh oh i choked I'm still yeah. in pain. I still yeah, my feel chest it is in my chest. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, my lips. Like every time I yeah. accidentally lick my like lips, they, yeah, I, I feel the fire coming again. And uh, it, so definitely check that out because it, it's embarrassing. So <laughs> that means it's probably good, right? If we thought it would be a good idea and put it in a drink, it really wasn't. But the drink itself, I've had with Cholula or something like that with a lower. Scovon it tasted great because we had some sweetness in there. We took some agave syrup, put it in there, and mixed it in. And wouldn't have known though. <laughs> no, it was it's so powerful. I mean, we would have had to put like a, a bag of sugar in there, yeah, to even begin to yeah, maybe to touch on it. We could experiment with the uh, the balance, the ratio of that. Hot oh. sauce. <laughs> it's still hitting me, and I apologize. So if I cough or any weirdness that happens today, I lose my voice, which is one projectile of the vomiting. Any projectile that. vomiting, they can't see because this is an audio podcast. Thank goodness. You'll hear it though. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, that's what we just did. Check it out. It'll be on uh, YouTube. So check it out, and we're going to post that on our Facebook site and our uh, our website, DirtyDozenPodcast.com. So Van Hagar, Jake, tell me about how Sammy Hagar's version of Van Halen was viewed through <laughs> the lens of Jacob Newkirk. 
Yeah, it's it sounds bad when I say that, but this version of the band it was always just kind of around in my life, but never stand out. At least it's it's one of those bands like it's good, but I was never like, wow, this is this is great. But when I'm thinking back to the monumental like first moments of it was, um, I think the MTV MTV video with uh, right now. I remember like really being glued to that when it came on, and um, also my mom had the because it's re- reading is fundamental. Yeah, and I think maybe that's what it was. I was like, oh, what's you know, just reading all the right nows. Something's yeah. happening. Yeah, and then my mom had the OU812 tape. And every morning, um, I think it was before like sixth grade, I would listen to that waiting for the bus. Hashtag and, Jake's mom rules. Yeah. I have to throw my mom in every time. Just to You're from the it. South, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anyway, so, yeah, uh, actually, in all fairness, all my parents, my, I have people in Alabama and in Mississippi. So if anybody's <laughs> taking that hit, it's me. So, uh, but you're and, a Yankee. Yeah. I'm a Yankee. <laughs> I was born in Brooklyn, New York, Jersey, and et cetera. Lived in Jersey, lived in Queens. For me, I was around when that, you know, mm. 1984 was this huge hit. And then all of a sudden I'm watching MTV and Van Halen broke up. I was like, I was crushed. I went, what the freak, man? It's one of my favorite bands. They came off one of the best albums they'd ever done, Jump Aside, which I, <laughs> if you noticed, that did not make my list last week. <laughs> it, but the album was fantastic and the band couldn't have been better and everything's going great. And then Dave decides to go off on his own way and... I really figured Eddie was the reason I liked Van Halen. And I really, when 5150 came out, I really enjoyed it. I got into it. Yeah. It's two separate bands in my head. Mm-hmm. It's David Lee Roth and Van Halen and Sammy Hagar and Van Halen are two separate entities. And you have to understand that they were not going to do Running with the Devil on the next Van Halen relief if David Lee Roth stayed with Van Halen. What they were going to do was California Girls, I'm Just a Gigolo. That sort of thing. That's where Dave was going, and 5150 was where Eddie was going. And he got to do a little more keyboards because Sammy could play guitar on top of that. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, obviously <clears throat> I wasn't super happy about, but Sammy plays a decent rhythm guitar. He does. He did some solos, too, right? In, in uh, live, I think, even he would take some. Yeah, no, no, he's, a, he's an adequate solo player, but when you compare him to Eddie Van Halen. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and singing-wise, I think that, uh, that Sammy's better than Dave. On just yeah. the vocal talent, yeah, exactly. you know, whether yeah. or not the songs are better, that's different. And I really, you know, I grew up with the original Van Halen. Yeah, like uh, you said, it's that thing of like they're two different bands too, and that's what I think really it comes down to for people to remember. Because it was like this version was the less party band and more like mainstream rock, but really good still. The band, it's just yeah. To be truthful, I did buy Eat 'Em and Smile. I did buy Skyscraper yeah. even. <laughs> Steve Vai was just killer. I I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, the great band. I worked in the video store, as I mentioned on an earlier podcast, and I used to get all of the music videos when they come out. And they had a Live Without a Net. I think it came out in 87. It was on VHS, and I saw it, immediately took it home. Mm. And it's just so badass. You're watching Eddie doing solos, and he has his cigarette in the headstock. Oh, yeah, the yeah. You know, and just being a badass, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. running into Eruption, and running into Spanish Fly, and doing a whatever else he was doing in his solo because you get to see it all there and mm-hmm. they did the 5150 tour they did a lot of sammy songs from his old you know this only one way to rock and yep. their thing and they also did rock and roll as part of their set which was kind of cool and they did the most of the 5150 album and they did one or two covers from the old stuff but they did very limited and i think it's kind of good when you look at it since they are two separate bands there's not a ton of crossover 
when mm-hmm. each person played it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it's like poof, we're a new band. We're not going to play that old stuff. We'll play a couple songs that we you have to hear. But I think they did Jump, they did Panama, and they did Hot for Teacher or something. And that's pretty much all they did from the old, mm-hmm. all of it, right? And I'm sure Dave has never sang a ta- Sammy song in his life. <laughs> yeah, couldn't see that happening. Although that'd be kind of fun. If anybody has <clears> video <throat> of that, please share it with mm-hmm. us or give me a link and on YouTube or whatever it is. Uh, please do that. Keyboards aside, I like Van Hagar. Mm-hmm. I loved David Lee Roth, but I really like Van Hagar. And and quite frankly, if I had a, if you said Rob, I want you to have a weekend where you got to hang out with one of these people, <laughs> it'd be Sammy Hagar. No, really. Yeah, David Lee Roth would be. Uh, he'd be talking down yeah, to he me. Would, he'd be kind of running the show. He, he would wouldn't... control the conversation all the time. It'd be... <laughs> I mean, it'd be fun to talk with him, and and I think it'd be interesting, but. The reality of it is, Sammy's just a good guy. It, yeah. He seems like it. It's, yeah, I call him the Guy Fieri <laughs> oh, yeah, of rock a and roll because but... of just the way he looks. And, yeah. uh, and Guy Fieri, if those of you who don't know, is a, a cook on Food Network because I'm old and I watch that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so today's beer, Jake brought us something pretty, pretty cool. <clears throat> it's not a Van Halen beer, right? What type of beer? Can you talk about our beer here, Jake? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I was just looking around 7-Eleven for a couple tall boys, and I noticed uh, that stone logo with the gargoyle, but it said Enter Night above it in Metallica font. So I was like, that's bizarre. So picked it up, started reading the back, and sure enough, it's a collaboration between Metallica and um, Stonebrew, which we're big fans of Stonebrew. Metallica, not as much. But um, yeah, it's a pleasure. I love Metallica, just saying. Um, um, I, I mean, I like them. That, that's what it kind of... I mean, when I, I already tasted it, you know, spoiler um, earlier, but what I, I said was it after it. I drank it, I was like, it's, uh, it reminds me of the band. It's This beer is okay. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's got to be awesome. Like, uh, the van- I mean, Metallica, holy crud. Did that change my world when well, that hit? But anyway, this for is all, a band, that's a great album. I'll go on record saying that. And oh. Black Album. You know what? I'll say that one, too. Oh, right. It's, it's all of the old stuff. Kill them all and... Ride the Lightning, all that stuff. Those it, ones, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, I know. But you usually listen to the, the girly music, which I totally <laughs> am with you, that you would get Nothing like else the, matters the, on Like repeat. the hardcore. No, that's the only song I don't like, and that's probably the one that you're listening to. <laughs> oh, man, I love, like, the Reload is the best. Yeah, Load. <laughs> <laughs> load, I, I, see, I actually like parts of those albums, too. No, I agree. The, the only album that really killed me, and, and then we'll get back on Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking the Metallica beer, so we kind of had to make a slight yeah, comment with St. Anger. But we'll talk about that in a future yeah, podcast. Yeah, that was trash. Yeah, that was the, probably the worst. Okay, it's, yeah. it's it's got a clear amber, but a big, thick head. Lots of bubbles, too. Yeah. So I, uh, I love Pilsners. I mean, they're always, it's a go-to, good go-to beer. So it's just kind of, it's kind of safe, though. That's why I expect a little more. I'd, I'd smell, I'd smell it, but I don't know my nose is working from the, no, it smells, uh, from the bomb right now. Beery. Thing is also too. I mean, I don't. Not all Metallica is sober, but I know James Hetfield is. James right, Hetfield so. is, but, but if, yeah. they have a video online, and I, I'll put it on our show notes for the beer. And they talk about the beer. They talk about how it was brewed. Mm-hmm. But it's like you see Lars drinking it a lot. You yeah. see, you know, well, yeah, Lars is the uh, business schmoozy guy, right. so it makes sense that he was. I was like James was just standing in the background mm-hmm. looking cool. Anyway, no, it tastes good. Yeah, good enough. Just like Metallica. <laughs> anyway this is going to be a big argument it's like the, the podcast is over you were just arguing about metallica all the time all right and then after this we also have a stone scorpion bowl ipa we can split okay cool which is one of my favorite ipas 
Okay, so let's start getting into this. Before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing songs, then we'll share 50, under 15 second clips of each tune, unless there is a specific issue or criticism that we need to highlight, and then we may do a second clip. We've made our Spotify playlist, just search Dirty Dozen Podcast on Spotify to listen to one of our lists in the entirety. We'll put like the Van Hagar, Dirty Dozen, and you'll see Rob's list, you'll see Jake's list. And we also have this thing called the Ultimate Playlist, which will include every song we've mentioned on every podcast. So you can just subscribe to that and you will have all the songs all the time. You don't even have to go do these searches and all this stuff. This way, the money for playing these tunes will always head back to Van Halen or head back to another artist that we cover that week. That said, we're going to go through a list from 12 to 1 for each of us. We're going to alternate. I'm going to do 12. Jake will do 12 and 11. Then I'll do 11 and 10, et cetera, et cetera. But before we do that, there was one thing that we missed. We got David Lee Roth. Ooh, gosh. David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. But we didn't talk about mm -hmm. the third person in there, and that's Gary Sharon. So let's pull some teeth first, I guess. Uh, Gary Sharon, Van Halen 3, what do you think, Jake? Uh, just not good. When I listened to that album, I was like, what are they thinking? The first time I heard it, I said, this could be the worst album of all time. And maybe it's because you know the, who's playing that kind of you expect more. I don't know what Yeah, and I, and I had the anti-extreme sort of push yeah. for Gary Sherman in my head. And I listened to it three times. And the way we do oh, this, by the way, is you listen to it, and I actively listen. We, we go through every song by an artist. We actively listen. We take notes. I have a paragraph pretty much on every song. Every song going through it and i rank it and then i figure out what my my dozen are so i do some research and uh, i actually read the the red autobiography for sammy hagar and i spent a lot of time watching uh, uh interviews from the band anyway so it was painful but i found the first time i said this is the worst piece of crap ever i hate it this is awful i don't know if i can listen to the end of the song second time i went through this is bad third time i said there's a couple okay songs. You know, I, I, I imagine yeah. when you listen to something three times, I think if you can force yourself to listen to all of it three times, uh -huh. you'll find little nuggets that you like. And no matter how bad it is, I'd be a Yo-Yo Ma album or something. Mm -hmm. I, I will find something that I like. Mm -hmm. I, there's not a ton that I like on this album, but I see no. a couple of things that they tried to do. And, and I even Gary, I, <clears> when <throat> they talked to him about this album, he said that Eddie told him exactly what melodies to sing. Um, and the lyrics and he just was like a puppet kind of doing it and makes sense so he didn't even have any creative flow with it and you lose from sammy who's brilliant at that sort of thing and and dave is even really good at that but yeah it, it's just a mm. disaster so did you pick your favorite song from ben helen three could you yeah. possibly pick your favorite song I, I did and you said pick a best and worst right so yeah I, yeah there was a lot of potential worse, <laughs> but um, the best one was probably, I'm going to say it's probably the one you picked. I think it was the single is called Without You, but it's only because it's such a Sammy style vocal song, I think. Um, so I just listen. I'm like, it's not bad. Um, it just sounds like Gary's trying to sound like Sammy. And I think that was maybe what the push of the label. I don't know. It would make sense that they're trying to like do a Sammy Hagar sound and then 
throw in some other stuff. I could see why you almost liked it. I, I wasn't a big fan of that song. Okay. But the drums were pretty solid in it. The vocals, it was just it wasn't really easy for me to get used to that vocal vocal line. Mm. I, I, I tried. Guitar is decent. The chorus is okay. The verse is god-awful. And then they did this chanty sort of harmony thing that didn't fit at all. Eddie's first solo is like a keyboard. It's a keyboard solo. Yeah. It, on guitar, granted. But he had a cool guitar at the bridge, and at the end of it, he had a good guitar solo. But uh, it, it wasn't my worst song, but it wasn't my best either. My best right. was, uh, <laughs> it's from afar. It's uh, probably the, oh, what number track is that? It's the fourth track on the album. From afar, it's sort of a um, super clean intro with a chorus. Then the guitars come in and get a bit heavier with the hi-hat. The verse was really interesting. There's a good use of echo and what sounds like a timpani drum. The song is off, but in sort of a good way. I actually kind of liked, you know, my imagination when he goes off in that. I have no idea how it yeah, sounds. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so let's just get a little taste of both of those. And uh, I'm sorry I kind of stepped over without you. So we're going to go to Without You, and then we'll follow it up right from afar. Those are our best two songs off of Van Halen 3. <laughs> That was that. And uh, the one I liked was from afar. I like that riff. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually not bad. Anyway, that was from afar. And uh, what's your worst one? I mean, there could be just a billion of them. I think we should almost skip There it, was a, a top, or I should say a bottom, too, that were really bad. The almost bad one was How Many Say I, just because those vocals made me sad. But the really bad one that I picked was, it's called Once. Um, it almost With it's the a, piano? <laughs> I don't even, I remember it just sounded, it, for some reason it reminded me of like a Phil Collins song, but in a bad way. And it was like seven I, minutes it, too it's, long. It's so funny. You know what I wrote? What? I wrote sort of coming in the air tonight yeah vibe. okay well <laughs> so, there you so, go there if we go. both picked that up then that's for sure <laughs> but it's like seven minutes right and it's like seven minutes too long i think but it's really i was just like what are they thinking it didn't make sense to me yeah so that's uh, funny though okay we got the same vibe from it right Coming in the <laughs> air tonight. Right. Oh Lord. Wait for the drums to come in. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I don't know. I probably should just add that one to it. Mine was Year to the Day. Once again, all these songs are bad. So <laughs> this one he did like a Spanish classical guitar, which hey, that sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Then he did jazz fusion. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, and then I was like, bad. oh my God, what are they doing? Yeah. One of the words was Harvest Moon in some of the lyrics. And it's like, it goes harder in like, you know, 230 in or something like that. And it only gets moderately better. The whole song should have just been any instrumental. And then it may have not sucked as bad. <laughs> but oh, with the vocals and oh, I just, it was, oh, it's just like this train wreck. Here's a year to the day. Let's hear a little bit of that awesomeness. <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe this album was released. Oh, 
when I hear moments like this, I'm just like, how'd this get by all these people throwing money into it? It's like, Eddie does whatever he wants. Let's just do it. Yeah. All right, so, okay. Let's go into the meat of the good stuff now. Thank God. <laughs> Thank goodness. And hey, I got you saying the good stuff is, is Van Hagar. Yeah, see? <laughs> when you have something to compare it to. You got to start. We cleansed our palate here. And I think everybody out there who's a David Lee Roth fan and who hates Sammy Hagar should just step back and say, listen, <laughs> it could be Gary Sharon. Yeah. That so should be at, a shirt. <laughs> at least I'm not Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon, it's not it's not on him. Hmm. It's the music. It's the way that that album came out. And yeah. And he had some big shoes to fill that he just wasn't appropriate for, really. For whatever reason, he didn't wasn't able to, to spread his wings in the right way. Yeah. I think there was Good some point. other dude who was supposed to be hired, and then really? uh, then the David Lee Roth came, was called back into the band. Oh. And so he said, "I'm not going to join Van Halen." There's a there's a video online. I'll see if I can find it and put it in my show I'd notes. I'm interested. Yeah. I don't want to go into who this guy was or whatever. It's not really that important. But he could have been the Gary Sharon, and he knew enough not to do it. <laughs> but I don't know that he's his career is all James that Edfield. much better. Yeah. Okay. What's your number twelve? All right, number twelve. It's off fifty one fifty, which is great. Um. Yep. But I picked dreams. It's the uh, it's poppy lighter love song side more than when David Lee Roth was in, um, but uh, it's a good example of his kind of high vocal range. It's kind of a good uh, good feel good vibe. Yeah, well, the thing I liked about it was they had the video for this, and I know they didn't do a lot of fifty one fifty, and I don't know if it was an actual video or someone they showed on MTV, and it was of uh, the Blue Angels. Oh, the... doing like a sky show. Oh. At least that's what I remember it. It was pretty cool. I I enjoyed that. Yeah. It's cheesy enough to go with uh, Jets. Yeah, uh, the chorus is actually quite good. It is. A lot of these songs, that his choruses are really the selling point. And the solo is, you know, it's just, he's having fun with the whammy bar and tapping and <laughs> doing all that stuff. And uh, it's it's kind of a nice little hook. Mm-hmm. The hard driving synth, it didn't make my list, but it's a, it's a good tune. So let's hear a little bit of it. Okay, you love dreams. those keys. Yeah, I know. I kind of if it's a heavy key song, there's one or two maybe exceptions to it, unless there's like really good guitar in it. Yeah, and Dreams has actually decent guitar in it. He does a lot of layering on there. He's mm-hmm. actually playing a lot of the key stuff with a guitar afterward, so it's it's kind of cool. It's not an awful song. It, it probably was in my top twenty, maybe. If I had to do top twenty, it would have been in there. But that's your twelve. So mm-hmm. what's my twelve? Mine is on OU eight one two. Great album. Yep. This song, I almost didn't put on it. This is like one of the ones, I had a couple songs that were like right on the edge. And this one, I just kept humming, Black and Blue. Off of oh, yeah. I love the intro hook. It carries the song. The walk breaks. It probably wouldn't even been higher, if, and I'll tell you why in a minute. The great tag in the chorus. <clears throat> the solo is a little bit sloppy, but he has a good, some good technical moments in it. I like the down part with the chorus guitar and the vocals after the solo. After the solo, for some reason, Van Halen always does some like really cool like breakdown stuff. And, but the lyrics... <laughs> Black and blue, let's do it to a little black and blue. I felt like I was listening to like sliding in by white snake. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I was like, at that point, I'm like, how can I really reward sliding in by white snake? Although, sliding in by white snake, a, a song I actually like, which is 
It says probably a lot about me. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Black and Blue is just, it's, it's a good tune, and it's one of those haunting tunes I hear, and I just can't stop humming. It's funny you said that, because after we were going through and doing all this homework, that was a song that I just kept having in my head like when I was walking around the house. and Yeah, it's just really That's catchy. when you know it's a really good song. Yeah, it's a great song. When you can listen to it. And as I said, lyrics different would have been higher on my list. But it's number 12, Black and Blue. Let's hear a little bit. <laughs> And there's, after, a, there's at, a cowbell at, outro if you want to go to that one. Oh, I know, I know. Any song with cowbell, you like. <laughs> Any song with heavy keyboards, Not I won't always. like. But okay, 11, and this is off of the 5150 album. 5150 is the name of the song. I uh, really enjoy oh. that song and uh, has some really great arpeggiated chords. He has some high compression going on there. Uh, the heavy sounds are great. Uh, the verse is really distinct. Pre-chorus is great. The lick between the pre-chorus and the chorus is amazing. The solo's good. Uh, the speeding up drums, and then he kind of gets reset after the solo, like they always do, as I said, with solos before with them. Really a good tune. So let's listen to a little 5150. you have anything to add on that, by the way? Or? No, I didn't pick it. You didn't pick it? No. You like it? But let me hear it. Okay. Let me hear it. <laughs> so, so there we go. Sorry, I got a little <laughs> exuberant. My mouse stopped working for some reason. Anyway, I, I had to go to my handy dandy trackpad. Touchpad. Yep. So I was able to do that. And 5150, definitely one of the top 12 songs. Yeah, Jake's wrong. That's your 11, huh? Yeah, it's my 11. That's, I really, I really enjoyed that one. I thought that one was kind of cheesy. but Oh, no, it's good. But there's a lot of them that are cheesy. Yeah, I mean, the dun, 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 for me, it's the... The guitar instrumentally, work. I was gonna say, the yeah, instrument, the guitar and, was and that's what really gets there. me, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. More than anything, that's what gets me on it. It's like when he's Eddie's doing some cool riff or mm-hmm. doing some cool something or other, yeah, that'll sell it. Uh, it. It grabs me. So, Jake, what is your 11 and then your 10? uh, my 11's off OU812. Uh, it reminds me of dreams a little bit, but it's when it's love, kind of that power ballad, yeah, good. Once again, I don't know what it's like. Does it have a lot of keyboards? Check. It probably does. Does it? Is it kind of a little poppy? Check. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna be surprised at my number one. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. That's good. I'm I'm hopeful for you. Okay, uh, for me, it's catchy. You know, it's the little drive in after the intro that they kick in a little bit. I kind of like that. Chorus is just instantly catchy. I like the call and answer sort of thing. Mm Simple but good. Power yeah. ballad, yeah, it's good radio song. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's for me. It's just uh, oh, it's too much. The Thompson Twins or something. Like that. <laughs> that's awesome. Thompson Twins didn't want to take this song, so Van Halen ran with yeah. it. Okay, that sort of thing. So I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's catchy though. It's good in its own way. got some pipes huh oh he sammy's a great singer yeah. I, he really is and you know all your haters out there uh, it's good stuff mm-hmm. so okay that was your uh, 11, 11 right yeah so what's 10 okay uh my 10 is top of the world off of the nice. four unlawful 
Carnal Knowledge album. What um, I, I like the abbreviate things. What if that's, I'm sorry, don't no. say that. Oh, I never got that. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know either. I was uh, just... But yeah, it's talking. it's just a good song. I mean, that's a lot of these. Like, there's not much detail you should go into. It's just like, yeah, that's a good song. Oh, well, it has that. It's still like dun, 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 that core. Like the, it's kind of arpeggiated, and he's got that. Like chorus is memorable. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that that's a good. That's tune. A, yeah. It's like almost what you say about every one of them. Though, You're like, oh yeah, it's got that cool chorus. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but he's got the, he's got, he writes these really memorable stuff, and it's whatever you can say about him. Uh, Raise some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to a little of the verse. We may listen to more later. I don't know for sure. But let's listen. <laughs> yeah, top of the world. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was your number 10? Yes. And my number 10 is off of balance. Oh. oh man! Oh, I have no balance. Oh, well, that's because you you have no. It's a, it, it's that album is like it's just boring. And balance ordinary. is a balance. It has some good <laughs> stuff. I'm telling you. Anyway, anyway, I, I found that I liked a lot of the stuff on Balance, but I didn't like it enough for a lot of it to make it on my top twelve. All right. But I think like Amsterdam, I think it would have made my top twenty. Yeah, it's a good rock riffer. And for you, can't stop loving you. I can't believe it didn't make it. Uh, I didn't even write that down. Uh, Seventh Seal is, you know, it's decent. I I like it. They do some chanting and some some cool stuff. And Aftershock was like, ah, it's like hit heavy guitar and doing all that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> the one that I'm going to pick is Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. Uh, I thought you were going to say Big Fat Money. That's uh, the only uh, one. Big I Fat was... Money is good, too. Uh, the, you know why you like it. Big Fat Money has that it's drum kick in. And fast rocker. It's the <laughs> drums in the beginning. That's what you like. And it's kind of a shuffly thing. But anyway. The song I picked was Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. And why? Because it has this like cool octave or sound kind of thing like driving it. And I really got into that that tone that Eddie was getting. Uh, that kind of drives the guitar in the intro. The verse is great. The only detractor is there's some detune in the vocal line in the beginning of the chorus that kind of loses it just slightly for me. The post-solo down verse, again, awesome. The Partra solo is quite different from what Eddie usually does. It's It's some good stuff, man. And I just love that. Just but let me throw in some of it so we can yeah, hear it. Let me hear some of the vocals. I wish I could just play you the beginning of it because that's the stuff I really love. But you got to hear a word or two. So let's listen to this. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to play this beginning part just to because I want to show them what I really love about the songs right here. That's badass, come on. Yeah, that tone's pretty great. It's a good tune. Yeah, so that's all good. And that was my number 10, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. And my number 9 coming up, it's on uh, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. One of the coolest videos ever. Although Sammy didn't really buy into the concept for this video. If you've noticed mm-hmm. in Right Now, this is the name of the song. Mm-hmm. There are shots of him with his arm folded in there. He oh, really yeah. didn't want to do it because he really loved the lyrics that he had in the song. But he didn't really like people putting words in his mouth. Yeah, the whole concept of the video detracted from... from but it has a really song. cool uh, piano intro that I really dig. And mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, piano when it's not all synced up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> 
It doesn't sound like it's from the 80s. I can kind of dig it. So let's, let's listen a little bit. Anyway, right now is... Good tune. Yeah, it's a good tune. Uh, that is my number nine. So, Jake, what are you thinking? What's your... You have nine and eight coming up, right? Yeah, my number nine... Off 5150, it's the best of both worlds. Oh, good tune. Yeah, it's a, a, a good big chorus. And that's it. That was one of, that was one of the <laughs> tunes that I always used to play on uh, guitar. Like, I'm gonna oh, really? Pick it up now and play. Which we, may, uh, we should do one of these days. Just get, like, the, be fun. get the cajon in here or something. Right now, we're not in like a full studio. We're like in a, a, we don't have a drum set. I think that's it. I can mm. probably rip some guitars in here. But uh, Jake, I, mean, I guess you can fit it in here. Be kind of a lot, yeah, but we could yeah. do a cocktail kit in here. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So that was all you liked about it. Yeah, you know, like I said, this this band was was good, but I could never. There wasn't many moments where I was like saying, "Oh, this shines because of this reason or that reason." It just was um, good rock. Okay, but the the hook on the song is just amazing. And so let's yeah. hear that a little bit. Let's hear some of the song. <laughs> Best of both worlds. You can play the chorus. I'm sorry. I, it, you may hear it later. So <laughs> I think that song may have made my list. And you're way right. too early on that again. Number eight? Yep. It is Get Up off 5150. Good tune. Yeah. Um, it's a cool, supercharged song. Um, just takes off. Cool slide guitar in there. He uses a Steinberger, yeah. actually. And he, he mm. does it, it locks in a different keys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like it's the one of those weird ones without the headstock. Yeah, those are and, funny looking. Yeah, it's like something that I would never use. Uh, just, I would love to use, but it would look so ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it doesn't look right. It's, it's just a killer tune. I I could just eat that song up mm-hmm. all day. For me, uh, it's a great tune. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> wish we could play all of it yeah uh, we may hear more of that later cool just, slide just just guessing but uh okay so that was, was your number eight number eight okay <laughs> my number eight is good enough for 5150 love it i mean i love the beginning actually hello yeah, baby <laughs> so yeah to introduce sammy hagar you know to uh the world to the whole thing yeah and i'm not going to actually play that part because I want to actually hear some of the words. Because they do the intro. If I did that, all we would hear was the intro. <laughs> the drive intro lick is great. I love Eddie's fills throughout the song. A solo break is great. The Van Halen banter. He has banter back. Yeah. I love it. Uh, rack of what? Well, I'll have some of that. <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway, it's really the perfect song to lead off the new Van Halen. So uh, let's listen to a little of the earlier part of the song. <laughs> Good enough, my number eight. My number seven is a song that we've already heard. And <laughs> clearly at, not at the right spot. Uh, Top of the World 
and uh, I think Jake wanted me to play the chorus on this, so let's play the chorus on this. Did I, anything else I missed in there? The wah solo at the beginning, uh, kind of liked. Uh, the bridge departure, the hey baby, there ain't no easy way out. You know, I love dogs. Anyway, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I can't sing, so I guess you didn't <laughs> realize that. But the chorus is memorable, verse, you know, all of it's, it's good stuff. So let's listen to Top of the World. Yeah, that's, that's a good two. So that's my number seven. So that was eight and seven. That was real kind of quick. Yeah, it was quick. So what do you got? Uh, my seven, seven is Source of Infection off OU812. It's another one of these fast rocker songs. Kind of feels like Hot for Teacher a little bit to me. but So it's kind of like Hot for Teacher. That's what you got? <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. It's fast. <laughs> fast rocker song. Again, like I said, I'm yeah, like, I know, like, I know, I know, it's I got, a good yeah. rock song. Yeah, like uh, the tapping. How many the, times can I say that? The tapping intro in a was different uh, the way. tapping intro was kind of a little bit long, I thought, but the the verse is really strong. The pre was like okay, and the chorus is okay. Although I, the the pre two into chorus is just a little bit off. I, I I wish I could show you that specific part, but well, maybe I will. Although Jake may not like me doing that, so. <laughs> I can show you what I hate about the song. Oh, forget <laughs> it. All right, let's not do that. Well, let's just play a good part. Hold on a second. Yeah, that's it. That's what I mean, the hot for teacher kind of vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Mm. Yeah, Particularly the drums, yeah. Alex kind of gets underrated, I think, as a drummer. He, he, does, a, he does a really good job, I think. They both... Uh, both the Van Halen brothers, like they, they sound only like themselves, which is kind of the cool thing. And then you put them together, and it's even more. I know, mean, Alex is no Lars Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, there's no Stone Brew beer for Van Halen. That's right. <laughs> there should be. It should be some like malt liquor. Or... <laughs> right on. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, Alex. Yeah, Alex, Alex, loves malt Alex liquor. used to down. Yeah, like, he had ace. Yeah, he of had a malt problem. Liquor. Yeah. When he was drinking. Before he'd even uh, play. Yeah. yeah, so that was good. No, it was, wasn't good, but that's... <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Source of Infection. Yeah, that was my number seven. Okay. Uh, my n- number six is Right Now. You already said that one, right? But Yeah, like I said, I used to watch that, that video when I was a kid. It's that cool, uh, like I said, piano instead of the synthesizer. Well-written song, uh, musically and lyrically. It's kind of the more mature content than before. Yeah, no, it's it's a good tune. The piano, you know, I could see why somebody would have it higher. As nor- mm-hmm. normally, I'm like, yeah, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. It, but depending on the person, like if you know, I was a soft person who just listened to ballad, <laughs> yeah. I would put it up higher. So I can appreciate where you're coming from. If I enjoy cowbell, is what I look for in a song. Yeah. Uh, although uh, there's no I'll cowbell. Zero to ten, how much cowbell is in it? <laughs> But I could see, I could see where like some of the women listening to this podcast would put it up higher. <laughs> some of the women. Okay. Uh, let's hear a little bit of, All uh, right. of right now. Oh, by the way, you know, I, the real reason you like this is this was the Crystal Pepsi commercial. 
Yeah, I love Crystal Pepsi. Hey, Crystal, remember they did that? I was like, you can find that on eBay if you look. People have unopened uh, cans <laughs> and bottles that I wouldn't dare drink it, but <laughs> it's out there. That's bad. Look, here's a fro. I froze this turkey yeah, leg cryogenic. from 1972. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's like my my sister got married a year ago. And you know she they did that thing where they freeze the cake and they eat the cake like a year. Oh later. yeah, she just did that yesterday. So it's, yeah, it I, I was so thinking well. that it's like yeah, it, it tastes great. It tastes great. I mean, but it really doesn't <laughs> probably. So anyway, let's hear a little bit of right now. Yeah, it's a good tune. So my six, well, you know, it, here I am. I'm giving giving crap about some of the softer songs, and uh, my number six is a song that Eddie actually played on a Stratocaster. Real clean intro. Hey, Pug, directly into the board has a cool guitar arpeggiation, and the chords are in, in the intro. It's uh, finish what you started. That's what number is this? <laughs> this is number uh, six. Oh, you ain't one too. Okay. Well, you have it up at like. <laughs> Is that your number one? I don't even want to know. Don't tell me. Yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> it's the best soft song, so you probably have it up high. Okay, we're going to pause here for a sec. For station break. You're listening to the 30 Dozen Podcast Network. <laughs> okay, I found it. Oh, gosh. listen to the rest of that song mm. oh yeah. you will yeah I know. I'll, I'll hear it a little bit more i'm sure and uh my number five song my five yeah yeah that was my five what? is get up which we talked about earlier oh yeah uh as i said i just love it i i love what he does with the uh with the steinberger i love the feel the uh, it's really catchy and drivey it's it's just fantastic so let's hear get up we're gonna go into let's listen to a little of the verse for get up <laughs> yeah that's a good tune so get yeah, up is number five so you're up on five and four we're getting up there oh hold on let's take a detour okay i i mentioned i kind of wanted to do this before i want to talk about a song that we is not on my list but it's so interesting that I had to talk about it. Hmm. Now, uh, this is my extra song or whatever, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to. So this song is a song everybody knows, and everybody thinks they know what it's about. And everybody, I mean everybody, is wrong. Well, not everybody. I guess people who know the backstory of the song. The name of the song is Love Walks In. What a great love song. You know, keyboard-driven song. Very solid. That's mm-hmm. why keyboard-driven song. That's why it's on the list. What is, what is that about? Do you know? No. In Sammy's book, Sammy, if you don't know, has been visited by aliens. And this is 100% <laughs> true in his, in his mind. That, yes. that he had uh, some aliens visited him and downloaded and uploaded information into his head. Uh, from 12 miles away from a hilltop, but he woke up during it and they heard a, he heard like a flash of numbers 
He said that he's waking up and they do it and then he was frozen and couldn't move for wow. a certain amount of time. And he said they were visited even a couple more times over his lifetime. What's in that tequila he's drinking? No, this is, this is when he was younger. And uh, oh. so I wanted to show you something. And hold on, I'm going to just pause it for a quick second. Brings us to Love Walks In, which, t tell me about that one real quick. Ruth Montgomery, automatic writing. That, I did it. I did yeah. just what she talks about. I, I listened to that music that Eddie played, and I just took a pencil and paper, and I just started writing about it. Yeah. You know? And um, read it back and went, wow, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, tweak your Philosophical, tweak man, for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was a good metaphor about yeah. a love relationship, that, right. but it was really about aliens coming over and taking over your body. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of yeah. a little twist on that thing. It still gives me goosebumps, too, because it yeah. happens, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm still a believer in all that. So, yeah, it, that's what it's about. And if you don't think that it's about that, let's, I am going <laughs> to pull a little William Shatner here. Uh, and in case you don't know, William Shatner was some dude who, who was in uh, Star Trek. And he did some spoken word like uh, albums. So I am going to sing to you via spoken word. <laughs> Love walks in knowing that it's about aliens now, at least in Sammy's. Hmm. And he said it on separate occasions. This isn't the one in interview that he said that he said in a lot of them. So this is legitimately what it's about. So here's, I'm going to read the lyrics to Love walking in contact is all it takes to change your life, to lose your place in time. Contact, asleep or awake, coming around, you may make up, wake up to find questions deep within your eyes. Now more than ever, you realize and your sense of change, nothing feels the same. All your dreams are strange. Love comes walking in. I think they just added the love comes walking in part just to kind of throw people off. Mm. Some kind of alien waits for the opening, then simply pulls your string. Love comes walking in, right? Another world, some other time. You lay your sanity on the line. Familiar faces, familiar sights. Reach back, remember with all your might. Oh, there she stands in a silken gown. Now, who's standing in a silken gown? This woman is woken up from a dream and is, an, is abducted. And you can kind of see this. She's in a, a silken gown because that's where she's sleeping in. Mm -hmm. She wakes up in the middle of the night. So let me see if I can find it. Oh, there she stands in a silken gown. Silver lights shining down. And then you sense a change. Nothing feels the same, right? Or your dreams are strange. Love comes walking in. Some kind of alien waits for the opening, pulls the string. Love comes walking in. Oh, sleep and dream is all I crave. I travel far across the Milky Way. To my master, I become a slave. Till we meet again some other day. But as you can see, it's, it's where silence speaks as loud as war. The earth returns to when it once before when, he wake, when he's not abducted anymore. So everything turns back to normal. So it's, it's really bizarre. And I had no idea. Yeah, now knowing, uh, I guess, what the real meaning is. Now, yeah, it sounds even crazier. Yeah, it does, <laughs> doesn't it? But, I mean, and who's to know, right? In 100% reality, there's a billion planets out there. There's probably somebody somewhere. Yeah. And maybe they're downloading Sammy Hagar's brain. Who's to say they're not? <laughs> you never know. I mean, the dude has been ridiculously successful. And the dude's like over 70 years old now. Oh, and, wow. And he looks like he's 54. Yeah. He's... You know, he does not look as old as he is. Anyway, that was my little uh, left turn. And I hope you guys appreciated it. I yeah. think it's pretty. I had no idea. It's one of those things that I I heard and I'm like I, I have. I thought to it was another it. love ballad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, that's what it sounded like. And I was like, oh my gosh! And I, I was my wife was listening to it. Was like, oh yeah, la 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 la. And then I was reading up on it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's what that's about. <laughs> Crazy. 
yeah, and he says something in uh in live with that in that too. He's like, and here's a song about aliens, and everybody thought, oh, he's making a metaphor. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Look at Savvy. So anyway, <laughs> do you want to do five? Uh, okay, yeah, my five is uh, Run Around. Oh, good song, good song. On the Foreign Lawful album, uh, another catchy tune. Here we go, round and round and round. The video for this, you ever see that? I don't think I did actually. That's pretty cool. They have one of those round stages that move. Oh, when it goes to the run around part. The, the drums are moving around the stage. And, Is it going and, really fast? Yeah, yeah, and it's moving. And the, oh, and the guys right. are walking the other way. It's really cool. Oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll have to play it for you later. Anyway, run around. Let's listen a little bit. And they, this one also has some banter in it. And I'm going to keep talking about it because I wanted to speak Italian for a minute there. And I wanted to keep talking about it because I was just thinking this runaround song. It's, it's so good that I will not take it my number f- five. I will make it my number four. All and right. it is my number four. It is your number five. This is my good job, number Mario. four. It's a me. I'm Mario. <laughs> At least I was. I, I, I didn't have to speak Italian. I'll, I'll speak down Southern and I'll be fine. All right, um, run around. Let's just hear the banter part. That's my number four. Yeah. Is run around. You just did. You did just five, right? I did my five. Yeah. Yeah. So just do four. All right. My number four is uh, the last one now off fifty-one fifty, and it's why can't this be love? Kind of ballady, but a special one. Is it special? Yeah, I've always liked this one. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not shocked? No, I'm not shocked. The, the teenage <laughs> teenage girl in me loves it. <laughs> but it's love, right? Uh, no. What song is Why it? Why can't this be? Why can't it, it's all the same. <laughs> One of those love songs. Oh man! Oh yeah. Okay. It's it's the keyboard songs and uh, Hagar plays guitar and you know I didn't really want to like the song but it, I actually do. Yeah, it's, you do. It's a catchy song and it's hard not to like it. And I even even enjoyed the little bit. I enjoyed the uh, the synth licks. It's actually kind of good. So Eddie did a good job on keyboards in the song. <laughs> did I say that aloud? I don't think I really meant it, but I think he did. Let's listen to Why Can't This Be Love. Yeah, it's a good tune. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can deal with that as a number four. Yeah, you can. I can. I'm going to have to, I guess. I should just ask my wife what she liked. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same thoughts, right? <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's it's just kind of funny. Okay, uh, do you want? Okay, give me your three. <laughs> I'm afraid to. Uh, my number three is uh, "Feel So Good." Uh, off OU812, one uh, probably rival my favorite album there. Um, but yeah, "Send a Message in a Bottle," kind of a cool chorus line song. Just uh, feels good, and I like the organ in it. Is that a synth song? Yeah, I think it's organ. Uh, I, I guess it's, it's a organ, uh, yeah. technically. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's it's an organ song. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's listen. Up. <laughs> 
let's listen to a little bit of when it's love is that what it is feels so good <laughs> it feels so and good. the song does feel good it feels like it right now the the hook in the beginning it, it's 58 cent. i mean come on it's a yeah the message in the bottle is actually hilarious mm-hmm. so uh let's hear All those oohs. That no, nothing says like Van Halen like oohs. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that's what I remember from like the old David Lee Roth. So it's like I was back at David Lee Roth with Zoe. Yeah, that, they got the backing vocals there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's 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 no, I get you. Okay, so that's number what's three. That? Number three. Really? Yeah. Three. You know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just ask your wife. <laughs> I know. That that kind of sounds bad now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what your wife said. It was good. <laughs> oh gosh. My my number three song is off of fifty one fifty. Uh Big Chords, Summer Nights, uh another Steinberger song, I think. It's one of the first songs that Sammy wrote lyrics for the band. The first night they jammed together, oh. Sammy wrote the words to this because it was a song that Eddie already kind of had. And he just started scatting it and he came up with oh. the Summer Nights part of it on the fly. So it was like the first night they're just jamming together and they meet and they're like, yeah, hold no on. Idea. This is like, oh my gosh, this is great. And for me, it's like the fills for Eddie in the song. All those little little fills in that song. Is really what makes it for me. And uh, so let's hear a little Summer Nights. It's, and by the way, all you women listening, and Jake, I don't know if you know this, but this is not the Summer Nights from Greece. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that, that's another, you know, he, he's got chills, but they're multiplying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that. Okay, so let's listen to Summer Nights here. <laughs> The solo was great in that too. I wish I could play that. He has like heavy whammy going on, but in a good way. So do it, it. Yeah. So that was great. <laughs> so Summer Nights is my number three, and number two is a song that you had way too low, and you said before, "Best of Both Worlds." For oh, me, yeah. guitar in the intro is just uh, it's just so good. The progression yeah. is just killer, and it was heavy followed by clean. You know, when he goes into the chorus, the, the verse, I mean, and the lyrics are awesome. The the verse is done really musically well, and the chorus, the volume steps on again. The full start after verse one, you know, something reached out and touched me, and all I know, and the solo is just killer too. So, you know, maybe do do we want to hear the solo, maybe, or do we want to hear? Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to the solo. Forget it. I'm gonna be a guitar guy and listen to the solo. Everyone so, loves the solo. Yeah, I know. Except the drum solo. They usually leave and get mm-hmm. coffee. <laughs> I always loved his uh, spontaneity in his playing. It just I enjoy sometimes when it's a, a tasteful solo. It's uh, not necessarily somebody saying, Hey, I'm Eddie Van Halen, I can play faster than anybody, I'm yeah, gonna show you. Put as many notes as possible in yeah, there. Sometimes yeah. that nice melodic kind mm-hmm. of just kind of rolls with me. And it's more memorable. Yeah, I kind of like that a lot. It takes it takes a lot more talent to do that. Mm-hmm. 
I think. I say that because I can't play ridiculously fast. Like <laughs> Eddie's at his fastest. But I can play a little bit. But Anyway, what do you got on number two? My number two is one that you mentioned a long time ago. It's a keyboard song? Um, it's it's Black and Blue. Oh, Black and Blue. Okay. No, I yeah. get it. It's a good OU812 song. Uh, it's cool. It's got that great, like you kind of mentioned, it's got a dragging feel. It's kind of heavy, dragging tempo. It's a standout track from there, even though I don't, I don't know if it was a single or not, but um, killer vocals on that chorus, and yeah, just super catchy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's a good tune. And as I said, the only reason it wasn't higher on mine, to be 100% certain, it was because of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what, am I, what am I pushing for here, you know? No pun intended. <laughs> I had to get the ooze for me. <laughs> no, it's ah, such a catchy chorus. Yeah, no, it's as, as yeah. I said. You you listen to the album, you, you're gonna hum that song. Yeah, uh, especially on on uh, OU812 because that one is like it, it jumps out at you. Yeah. I, can't, I can't not listen to that song. So, okay, that was your number two. Yep. So my number two was uh, Best of Both Worlds, right? Uh, so uh-huh. we're down to number one. Uh, I haven't heard the song yours, which is why I think it's yours, because you said it was a heavy song. And the only heavy song by these guys where they use a, uh, where they use a drill uh, is Pound Cake, and that was my number one. Was that yours? No? No, I never said it was a heavy song. Oh, okay. I think oh. you're going to be disappointed. Oh, okay. Anyway, my number one is, my number one is Pound Cake. And Jake's is wrong, whatever it is. It's probably yeah. some sort of a keyboard. But keyboard wh- why did this make your number okay, one? Because here, here it it's is. a drill? No. Well, he's using a drill, right. number one. I, I, I like somebody stepping up and doing some sort of new yeah, technique. That At least that different. I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the nice hook. I mean, Andy Johns did the producing on this from uh, on, on a, a foreign lawful foreign carnal knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, who was Zeppelin's producer. And so the drums also sounded really good on this. Uh uh, although Ted Templeman did come in at the end because uh, evidently Andy Johns was getting drunk all the time. Mm. And uh, Sammy and him kind of butted heads at the end of it. So, But the pre-chorus is great. It builds into the pound cake lyric. And the uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, that sort of thing uh, is great. Uh, I think this is one of the best Van Halen songs. I think it would be on my top. Obviously, it's my number one Hagar song. So I think it would make my top 12 Van Halen songs. Mm period uh i i like it eddie is just stellar throughout and eddie actually plays the rhythm guitars on this the reason why it's so kind of meaty he plays 12 strings 12 string electrics on this oh for the for the for the for the rhythm part where he overdid uh so anyway pound cake since we're not going to hear it from somebody who clearly doesn't listen to rock music anymore uh we have to i think the main thing we should be listening to here is uh let's just listen to the the drill, the drill beginning, beginning. And, and the intro. And, and I'd love to listen to all of it, but I got 15 seconds. Here we go. I'm picking the beginning. There we go. <laughs> and plus, have you ever seen the video for that song? No. Oh my, that's why, that's why it's not on your list. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, the video is good. It's it's very tastefully done. 
<laughs> it's funny though. Sammy's like, uh, he talked about the song Pound Cake, and he's like, uh-huh. the you know people think it's all about Pound Cake is a you know a euphemism for part of a female's body or something like that. Uh-huh. And he goes, he enjoyed that sort of double entendre, but really what it is is, he goes, a lot of these people are like crepes wrapped up, wrapped up these these like you know people who he meets and these groupies and all stuff are like wrapped up and you don't know what's inside oh, there's strawberry in there there's what is this what is because they're all wrapped up and they put on this ridiculous makeup and outfits and bustiers and all the stuff that they're getting hold of and he said i like just pound cake you know it's like like down home women <laughs> really? no, no no but women who are who are who are yeah. just you know like wholesome and you know what you get and they're right on the outside you know you see pound cake you know what it's going to be Oh, and you know that. what I mean? So you're out front and open with it. So it's not as just an overly sexual thing. I obviously yeah. that's part of it. It's substantial. But it's like he wants like a more substantial woman mm-hmm. who's real as opposed to some of this fakeness that he's dealing with. So that doesn't mean he didn't deal with the fakeness and enjoy the fakeness or whatever he did. Because uh, it's crazy some of the stuff they did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, that's my number one is cool. Pound Cake. And Quite frankly, we shouldn't even listen to Jake's because my number one was right. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's listen to what. Well, we already song. have actually. Okay. Oh, okay. You okay. might remember. Fifty-one fifty. And again, this is because I, I guess you know I was in the the time of stealing my mom's tapes, and this song was uh, just super catchy at the time. And in sixth grade, every morning before I went and caught the bus, I'd put this song. I think it's the first song on side two, on uh, OU812. And it was finish what you started. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but there was something about, um, I think, just that intro and the cool kind of, uh, there's like a tug of war, tug and pull with the rhythm and the drums in there um, before get it, getting into that verse section. A really good groove, basically. And I, I read a story about them like writing it on the balcony at like 2 a.m., uh, Sammy and Eddie, just like with uh, two guitars and everything. And it just sounded really cool and how it kind of, transferred over into what we hear now yeah i'm always yeah. impressed when they when they do something completely different like that and then it gets that tone as i said like straight into the board he's not yeah. even playing through an amplifier. right 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 you know what it's i mean just, it's, yeah pure talent there but yeah it's it's always been a standout track from when i first heard the song and no it's it's it's, it's goodness i it, mm-hmm. it made my list so and i was number six so it wasn't that drastic <laughs> but uh yeah here we go <laughs> It's like those breakdowns and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a little chicken picking in there. Yeah, no, it's all <laughs> it's it's totally all good. So step back. Let's enter night. <laughs> enter night. Well, uh, number one, I love Stone. So Stone yeah. alone makes it good. Uh, enter night. The fact that it's this limited edition brew. Uh, thank you truly for sharing it with me. Yeah. I'm a Metallica fan, and I know that you're not as big of one, which we'll talk. <laughs> And I really think we need to do a Metallica. I think we podcast, do it at this point, yeah, but but nice. not next week. I think we're no. gonna we're gonna we'll we'll do that, and that'll be a big thing because Metallica is one of these bands that has a bunch of albums, and the yeah. earlier stuff is fantastic, and it's you know then you have like Injustice for All and that stuff. That's a great album. No, it is good. Yeah, this will be a project when we uh, jump into the Metallica. Yeah, stuff. Metallica will be another like Van Halen. Where it'll be, I don't know if we can do two episodes on it, but no. It'll be okay. a long episode, but 
Yeah, I can't imagine putting that that together. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, that was Van Hagar and also Van Sharon. <laughs> Van Sharon. <laughs> oh lordy, uh, Night, I actually kind of like it, and I don't know if I like it because it's so. I like it better because it has a Metallica and a label on it. It's like my kids is like I yeah. like the Dora Explorer yeah. Cheerios. The packaging is what gotcha. Yeah, no, it is a cool uh, can, but yeah, like I said. It's just okay. It's yeah, and a, by the way, Pilsner. I got hooked on that uh, uh, rock and roll. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Sammy Hagar has this deal. There's a couple things that Sammy has going on that I think everybody should pay attention to. Number one, his band, The Circle, is killer. I mean, he does the, the chicken foot thing and he does other things. Mm. But he has this band, that's The Circle, and he has uh, Bonham plays with him. Oh, he does? Yeah. Uh, Michael Anthony. Yeah. And a guitar player who I don't know what band he was from uh, was Vic, but he plays with him for a while. They tour, but they play all the hits. They play all of Sammy's hits from back from like Montrose oh. Oh, to wow. uh, his his stuff. They also play Van Halen hits for like him and Michael Anthony. And then they also play Zeppelin hits because of Bonham. Yeah, Jason Bonham. So it, it's, it's, That's cool. it's like a concert where it's nothing but hits from those bands. I never heard of this. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. He's going on tour again coming up. So I kind of if if he comes down this way, he has not currently scheduled to come out at LA way, but uh, if he does, I really want to go see him. That's his thing. He also has this thing on Access A X S TV, mm-hmm. but you can also get it on uh, uh, Apple Music or whatever. You can download it like individual things. I don't have Access, but I do have Apple TV, and I grabbed it. Mm-hmm. And it's a rock and roll road trip. And he goes through and he talks to all these artists and he goes from place to place. He does Tommy Lee and hangs out at Tommy Lee's oh, place. Really? And then they start, you know, playing some rock candy at his house and, oh, and cool. doing a bunch of stuff and just hanging out. And Tommy Lee cooks for him and he talks about being a drummer. And then they talk about different, you know, he goes to another place. He goes to Bill Weir, uh, the Bob Weir, Bob Weir's oh, yeah. house uh-huh. and talks about the dead and. Really, I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's it's really a cool show, and I, actually, I'll put a I'll put an episode on after we're we're done. But anyway, check all that stuff out, and uh, let's check out the uh, podcast. And you know what are we doing next week? Where are we going? The we're best going down three piece there ever has been. The we're, dirty old southern rock band from Texas. They got legs, folks. <laughs> uh, the beards. And, we're we're yeah. we're we're, we're going to do ZZ Top yeah. next week. Uh, one of my favorite bands, and Same Billy Gibbons is a fantastic guitar player. And, Hell yeah! And when you get the three piece going, and it, it's great, and mm-hmm. it's amazing uh, what Dusty does, and uh, from a vocal point of view, and how it marries really good what Billy does, and and Beard plays drums. And he yeah, that guy. Through. He's got a grilled beard. I think they just make him with a mustache, just because the irony, have, yeah, because they want to live with it. And it's funny, I saw like videos, and I've seen. They're old stuff, like the 74. Yeah, or none of them had beards. None of them had beards. Yeah. They kind of had little tiny weak beards, but mm-hmm. nothing nothing like... Uh, yeah, you think one day they're like, hey, let's, grow our, let's see who can grow our beards longer. I said they were doing it to kind of disguise themselves so nobody would bug them. And, and the, now it's like... And then it just uh, kind of stuck. And it's like, hey, it's working. And yeah. Interesting. And there's a ton of stuff. I, I was watching... Uh, there's another book that everybody should read. It's called uh, I Want My MTV. The unabridged history of MTV as told by the people involved. It's not a story per se, but it's put together as a story, and it's put together with interviews, nothing but interviews from the people involved. And the people involved are telling the story in the interviews. 
and it goes from person to person to person to person to person to person all the way through, and it's absolutely fantastic. And also read by Sammy Hagar, uh, his autobiography is worth a read. It's really kind of interesting. Read. And I kind of believe, Sammy, a lot of that, what was going on behind the scenes of Van Halen. He just, as I said, he seems like the guy who you can sit down and talk to and he'd be kind of real with you. Mm. Like Dave does not seem like the guy who you sit and talk to and be real with you. He seems to be a ton of fun and I would have a blast or Eddie, (laughs) Eddie would be, Eddie's that type of guy too, I'm sure. I haven't heard, he hasn't done an autobiography or hasn't stepped up and talked about anything. I know they have issues with the management at the end. Uh, Their main manager died. Oh, Uh, yeah. And going into the Balance album, they started having this big fallout. And Sammy did this Cabo Wabo Mm -hmm. place. And he actually brought Van Halen in on it. But they lost money the first year. They they put $40,000 in and they lost it. And, and they pulled out, and they forty, and they wanted forty thousand more, and they did it, and still losing money. So they said, "No, we're out of this, and let's pull out." You know, whatever we're pulling out of it, uh-huh. and they put forty thousand, and they lost money again, and then they started making money hand over fist, and then it blew up. And Sammy sold Cabo Wabo, oh. Cabo Wabo. Tequila. Oh, he sold that. Yeah, he sold. He, oh, no, he sold no, no. like twenty percent or ten percent, mm-hmm. but he sold the, his non-interest part for one hundred and forty million dollars. What? Or it's 120 million or 140 million, wow. but it's, it's it's an insane amount of money. That's, that's why probably more money than he made, he made in music. It, yeah, and, 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 and that's why he's he flies around on jets now and he just does mm. his thing, and that's he doesn't crazy. he doesn't have to make money anymore. That's so crazy. He, and he he just did a uh, there's a couple other cool things that he's doing. He did a he has a rum that he's that he's does doing. He? Yeah, he has a rum, and he also did a thing with uh, Adam Levine from uh, Maroon Five. Mm-hmm. They did a uh, they were down in Capo Wabo. And uh, Sammy's been into starting getting the mezcal, and a lot of people are doing that. So we started tasting some mezcals, and, and then they said, ah, it's too smoky, it's too smoky, it tastes like a cigar. And then they started mixing, they mixed uh, mezcal with tequila, and they decided that they were going to make the blend, and they loved the blend. So it's a mezcala. Oh, It's what? what they're branding, yeah. So it's brand new. With Adam happened, Levine? Yeah, with Adam Levine of Maroon 5. Didn't hear about and, this. No, it's just brand new. It happened this year. Uh, it happened last uh, year, but you know, but it's just it was coming, just coming out. So oh, it'll wow. be, it'll be in in the liquor store soon. So, but he's he's a brilliant dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, reading sure. read red, and you'll understand how a business mind works. Mm. And it's weird thinking about that as a, a singer. And most of these people are. Granted, it's a singer who believes he was visited by an alien. So take that aside. <laughs> but maybe he was. He's an eccentric guy. But maybe he was, and that maybe that was. Who knows? That that's why he can. He he started one of the first uh, mountain bike shops in the in the world. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he he's done like all these weird things, huh. and uh, you know, and he ended up getting hmm. beat by uh, you know the big chains when they started coming in. But nobody did that. To, right. To, and then he started and doing it, and then he did. Uh, yeah, it's just all these little things and. Uh, one of the cool things he did on tour, he he was he realized they were paying ten percent to a travel agency, so he decided to start a travel agency, and he's touring around the world with about a thousand people, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. A, a yeah. thousand people around Easy. the world, uh-huh. and he's pulling that ten percent now, <laughs> you know? And he's right. hiring two people to work there. He sees that opportunity and he takes it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why am I gonna pay somebody else to do that right. and just thinking a little bit outside and you have that it. mind and yep. like how often are there opportunities that come into your day every every moment every day yeah and that awareness and that you say like oh yeah that's a good idea and then you go back to yeah 
oh, but, but, but I'm gonna I gotta that... go to the bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a good idea, right, but right. It, you know, I I want to you know, but the Bachelor's odd or whatever. Uh, I, I figure, you know, with your music selection, it's probably the, the Bachelor. Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> that and the Housewives of whatever. The Housewives of, yeah. Like. Yeah, he's a big Housewives fan. Yeah. <laughs> Sex in the City. Uh, but yeah. anyway, uh, next week we're doing ZZ Top. Uh, we're going to do something crazy. I don't think we can top this week. If you have a chance, check out our video, uh, I Almost <laughs> Choke. Uh, <laughs> Jake is tearing. I'm tearing. Yeah, and, it's uh, brutal. Uh, it, it's probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It's definitely most uncomfortable I've ever been on camera. Uh, but, oh, gosh, that was stupid. I, it reminds me, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep this podcast going just for a second more. Reminds me of this time, I was I lived in Freehold, New Jersey uh, for a while. And they had this um, wings place downtown. And I don't know, it's probably not there anymore. Uh, it was owned by Tom Cruise's sister. <laughs> and they had like one of those like you have to sign to take these hot wings and like a challenge yeah the challenge whatever you know it's like the hot 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 yeah. yeah whatever and anyway they put it on this bed of lettuce and after we ate i said how much do you dare me to, to eat the lettuce <laughs> oh with so, the sauce the sauce Soft in it? It's, it's just like a puddle oh yeah and i wrapped up the sauce in the lettuce uh, and i ate it and i had never been so sick what happened i well i i ate it and i was fine but like Ten minutes later, I was, I got home and got sick. I was, I was just really bad. It was like one of those things you should never do. It's like having, what we did is we put the bomb, yeah. which is like this super hot thing, just now, like today, right. in a drink, and decided we wanted to drink that as just a mixer. <laughs> you know, it's like we put a full teaspoon of that stuff in there, and which is insane. The teaspoon sounds low, but we measure. It's a measured teaspoon. It's not like a teaspoon you just pick out from your yeah, drawer. Yeah, a lot of sauce. And oh gosh, it hit me. That's I still feel that tomorrow. I actually wish we didn't uh, throw it away. I could go for a little more in it. I can make you one. (laughs) (laughs) You called my bluff. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) Next week, check out ZZ Top. Uh, We'll do another video next time. Check out our video uh, this week. And uh, be well. Thank you so much for spending time with us. I truly appreciate it. And God bless.